0: righty what's going on everybody this is justin coming to you live from beautiful san diego california it's another lovely day here in paradise can't complain sun's shining caught a movie today and that's a little callback to our underrated summer segment summer activity segment definitely cooled off got out of the heat but that's neither here nor there we've got a packed episode for you guys in our final summer session before the fall episodes start rolling in i guess that's a bit of a Informal announcement, we'll be coming back to the weekly episodes to get you guys ready for NFL, college football, MLB playoff push, all that good stuff. So, uh, and of course, the preseason stuff for the Zags. Um, today we got some MLB talk, uh, talking through the Jamal Crawford crossover, uh, a little bit on the NFL, NCA football uh, segment, as well as the summer wrap up. Uh, that was kind of a lot there, but I'm joined as always by my co-host Jake and super special guest Zane. Boys, how we doing?
1: Thank you, Paige. This is uh, co-host Jake. Um, you know, you say join but as always, I feel like I haven't been on in like five weeks, so it, good, it feels good to be back with the the full set of six.
2: Well, hello, Zane is Gary coming to you live from God's country, Spokane, Washington, Uh, I second Jake's sentiment there. I feel like I haven't been on in a fat minute. So I'm happy to see all of your beautiful faces. As the dust settles, this 2022 summer uh, feels like it's back to school, boys. Uh, I, for one, hot take. I am more of a fall guy than a summer guy, personally. Uh, What's not to like about postseason baseball, NFL heating up, and college football? So I'm stoked. Let's get back to school, boys.
0: Mm-hmm. I can agree with that sentiment in regards to fall, just because down here and even up in the Northwest a little bit, you get a little bit of that leakage of summer into fall where it's still pretty nice out. Uh, but then you have all the best sports in the world going on. So who can complain? Um, We got a full intern crew tonight. I don't know. I feel like maybe the last one we had a full intern crew, but uh, we've got Zambi, Dan and Coop on the line here, boys. How we doing?
3: What's going on, lads? Intern Coop here. You know, we're doing pretty good coming off a wild boys bender, um, have a weekend down in Benz. Um, both Dan and Zane could probably attest to that. Still slightly recovering, but uh, like Zane said, uh, happy that ball is right around the corner. Nothing better than some football. Don't really care about baseball, but mostly football.
4: So yeah, let's uh, let's dive into it. What's up, what's up? Intern Zambi here. Uh, Baja is MIA. I think he's in the kitchen trying to beg for some food. But yeah, you know, as Cooper mentioned, uh, Zane is a fall guy. Uh, If you've been listening enough, he does like his PSLs. And Cooper, I don't blame you. If I was a Texas fan, I wouldn't care about the postseason either. So... Whoa, let's get it
1: whoa, whoa whoa is this a mariners fan talking shit about the whole season
3: <laughs> uh yeah last time i checked Zambi, we went to back to back world series so
4: were you alive then <laughs> uh, i actually was yeah <laughs> when, uh-oh actual question When was that <laughs> uh 2010 and 2011
3: uh-oh. Huh. interesting so,
5: uh-oh Oh, I'm going to put an end to this because nobody wants to start off the show with this banter back and forth. What's up, everybody? Intern Dan, coming to you live from uh, little Kirkland, Washington. Definitely had a great weekend with the boys in Bend. Some horrific golf was played by me, but some great times were had by all. So, uh, great trip. We'll get into some more of the nitty-gritty. And, boys, we're getting oh-so-close to the return of seven hours of commercial free football football season right around the corner let's go baby
0: beautiful glad to have everyone on the pod uh to kind of kick us off in the summer get into fall that being said passing the mic off to zambi to walk us through the crossover
4: yeah so unless you've been living under a rock uh lebron james pretty much put the city of Seattle, Washington on notice by announcing that he was coming to the crossover. For those of you that don't that are not really familiar with the crossover, it's Jamal Crawford's am that he typically hosts at Seattle Pacific. The gym can hold roughly about 3,000 people. And as soon as this happened, people just started camping out. There's just mad hysteria because, as we know, Seattle has been deprived of an NBA team since, I believe, 2008. And so with that, we did have some prominent stars there. There was LeBron James, Jason Tatum, Van Caro. Uh, Chet was there. And the first Somalian to play against LeBron James. And with that, it was a little bit of a tricky situation because they did not start the air conditioning early enough. Because if you imagine packing 3,000 people into a small gym, 90 degrees, humid Seattle, Washington. It's going to create some interesting conditions. And uh, basically, <clears throat> for our Zag listeners, the main part of this is Chet rolls his ankle. I'm interested to see what the rest of the panel has to say about um, their thoughts on the crossover, Chet, and the overall sentiment of this buzz in Seattle.
1: Um, I'll jump in. One, yeah, absolutely. Seattle needs an um, NBA team right now. I mean, the storm have been killing it um for WNBA but I mean both teams would just get so much excitement but yeah for the crossover um probably should have been run a little better but it was just crazy like as soon as LeBron said he went like everyone just announced they were gonna just hop on like I didn't do they just like all travel together like what what's happening there
4: um as far as I know I think Bancaro and Chet were slated to play since they've played in the crossover before but I think Jason Tatum may have flown over with LeBron but I'm not entirely sure
2: Yeah. on on a side note going to our our guy Chet and the rolled ankle uh, don't let it be lost on the group here that Chet actually successfully stopped LeBron on that one-on-one drive you know did the ankle take a hit maybe but the reputation took a boost I think
1: true especially with a humid floor i bet if that floor wasn't wet he would be fine
0: yeah we're gonna chalk this one up as as the floors were wet that's why he rolled his ankle not because he's skinny and frail no that reminds
5: me of the worst gonzaga road trip of all time going all the way to okinawa japan to play pittsburgh for one half of basketball sad so that stuff's got to stop happening
1: I think uh, of all the like money the Gonzaga wasted for that trip. It's crazy.
5: You go all the way to Okinawa, Japan, to play a half of meaningless basketball. Unbelievable, still. Um, but yeah, that was a huge bummer. I mean, I think getting to see Chet like actually on the floor with LeBron. Um, obviously, it's not the real thing, but it still would just be would be cool to see. And him only get to play two minutes. Hopefully, he's all good. It was just kind of all uh, you know. Um, precautionary and just nothing no reason to push it in a pro-am um but yeah huge huge bummer for everyone that was there and all the people that couldn't get in I feel like if you're gonna bring LeBron and Jason Tatum to that event you gotta have a better plan than just trying to pack Seattle Pacific there there should have been like go play that at UW or something like that but uh you know seemed like a really really great idea on paper but just a flat-out disaster and luckily nothing worse happened and no one actually got severely hurt.
3: Yeah. I mean, on that same, same note, I mean, I great. I watched just a TikTok video about this, but it sounds <laughs> like this the total fire fest of a basketball game. I mean, my understanding is that there's people camping to like get in the doors and when they did open the doors, people just flooded and it just turned into a shit show. So yeah, the Dan's point, this needs like LeBron's, playing in a game this needs to be held at either climate pledge or UW I don't see why they're having it basically the equivalent of the high school gym
1: fair, LeBron announced like a day before like you don't really have time to change right
2: I also think that's the point of it is to do it in these small gyms to give it that more intimate feel I think there are ways to combat the 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 issues that they had and still have it at that gym though
5: yeah, it's tough. Let's see. That's why um, for everyone that camped out and didn't get in, that's why I was a stickler for people that didn't tent to not get into the kennel oh or the tenters. Oh, because you Jesus. Get, you get what you what you work for. You don't know, just nope. get to show up because you're LeBron's posse.
2: Nope. I always cut the line and I always got in successfully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you compare yourself to LeBron James there where we were posse?
2: Yep. <laughs> we're going in, boys. <laughs> i
5: didn't i didn't intend that
2: jake
5: uh, but i see how that could have been perceived that way
1: <laughs> oh man all right page
0: move us on out of this <laughs> yeah well seems like chet's still doing fine so we'll uh we'll keep moving as he does uh we're hopping into the mlb segment here and uh as the world knows uh my guy fernando tatis jr got popped for peds uh, a lot of suspect stuff going on uh, around this situation, but at the end of the day, it sounds like he had some skin conditions involving ringworm, uh, and he was applying an ointment that he bought from the DR that's sold over the table that contains Clostobal, that is it is confirmed. Uh, he's spoken to the media as well as the team, ownership, all this good stuff. It was an honest mistake. Um, at this point, I don't have any reason to doubt him that it was actually used for performance enhancing, like actual on the, on the field. Um, and I have no further comment at this time for uh, Mr. Tatis. You you sticking with that story, the ringworm story? hundred percent.
1: Is it hard to speak with your head in the sand
0: or (laughs) until you know what, at the end of the day, like I watched the interview. He seemed truly remorseful. And he's a kid still, you know, he's 23 fucked up. He didn't get it checked out. Um, I mean, there's no other proof saying otherwise it was that drug or that, that specific compound that was in the cream. And he said he applied it many times, uh, to try and cure it. So,
2: Question. So is this, is this one of those things where it's like worst case scenario, he's just a flat out cheater, right? And he did, he did cheat and he took it. He's been injured all year, maybe wanted to get back for a little post run. Best case scenario, he's just an idiot and took an over-the-counter medication from the DR, knowing very well the, you know, testing procedures and MLB. So he's either, he's either cheater or an idiot. Is that, is that <laughs> i think that's crazy? fair
0: i think that's fair but he's never been caught before in the past um you know so that's our history to... of being an idiot though yeah to be does fair yeah the motorcycle
1: crash does lend support to Paige's argument oh, that he didn't know.
0: <laughs> and that's what we're saying he's, he's literally just young and stupid like he literally got the fattest contract for a kid his age in the history of north american sports like How is your head not going to be inflated, you know? So
1: does that Uh, make you nervous? You tied up, what, $330 million to a super immature superstar?
0: Yeah, naturally. But at the end of the day, like, he came out, he did what he had to do, said what he had to say. Now it's time for him to prove it. Like, I'm not putting any stock in, like, he's the future of our team, That all that talk again. I'm supportive and just like, okay, go show it now. You know, don't get caught again. Or don't fucking use that shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course, don't get. I mean, you know, people are probably using shit across the league that's either you know undetectable. I guess is the right word or whatever it is. But you know, I think I have made my argument clear with Barry Bonds that PEDs also make baseball more fun. Uh, oh, oh, going back. Oh gosh,
2: we're going down a dangerous path. Yeah, we, we can't. can't. We have to
0: too long of an episode <laughs> for the Barry Bonds <laughs> argument. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is where my stance is. I'm not changing my stance. You know? I, I have a
2: question because this is, this is a, a new stance for anyone who has participated in this podcast group chat within the last two weeks where it seemed like you were a little upset before, maybe mirroring the sentiments of the actual team. You know, manager came out, um, other players came out. Mike Clevenger had perhaps the most, you know, honest opinion. But was also you know not holding anything back these guys aren't happy with Tatis is that does that make you worried about the future at all Cage
0: well I mean yeah I already said it it's it's something that obviously right away I was fuming I was absolutely pissed I literally like turned everything off I was just like I need to get away from uh-oh and you get everything get away from everything Padres related because I was like that's kind of like our shot our shot's gone this year uh, I'm not gonna like beat around the bush that that definitely hurt the team um, you know in in sports all around the world you know these things kind of happen maybe not this serious but someone might shoot themselves in the foot in a metaphor or just kind of fuck the team over and it happens like I was just as pissed off but You know, if this is this is his story and it is true, you kind of have to be like, okay, you're just really fucking stupid. Uh, Don't do it again. Um, So I don't know, like uh, most of these guys aren't going to be around on the Padres for as long as he will be. So I think it's just an important lesson for him to learn. A, he's got to earn a lot of trust back and B, um, just don't fucking do it again.
2: Last last question. Last question on this subject is his career tainted
0: forever no. <laughs> i don't know honestly it's 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 super weird right because he's so young and he ascended so fast um obviously i think there's it, it depends when that whole discussion happens who knows how we look at this stuff in like 20 years when he would in if he everything goes right he has a hall of fame career which is still you know who knows he might maybe he was depending on the shit you don't know we don't know for sure or not um I think that's just something that you kind of got to take when it comes because like, again, he hasn't even played a full season yet. Like I'm not uh, avoiding anything like that. It's, it's, you know, a little nerve wracking, but you just kind of got to ride with the guys you have at this point. And, uh, you know, hopefully they lock up Soto long-term because I love that guy already, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it'll just kind of depend on how he performs and how he carries himself.
5: Okay. You just touched on the, on the one thing that I wanted your take on. So, Padres make all these moves at the deadline, win-now move because of Tatis. Like, what happens now if they miss the playoffs, no Tatis, everyone's pissed at him. Like, is this a place – These guys want to stick around long-term? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I mean, I wish I could, you know, truly answer for them. Uh, well, <laughs> what is like, one Soto
2: thinking, Paige? Answer <laughs> the question.
0: I
5: think with Soto – Have you just thought about how this whole thing could be, like – a colossal disaster that like ruins the Padres forever because that's <laughs> what it feels like. It could be just yeah, as a- crossed
0: my mind. If that's yeah. what you're asking, Yes, of course, um, yeah, no, nah, of course it has. And I think for someone like Soto money's going to talk and I think they're going to do everything in their fucking power to show them that this is an incredible city to live in. Uh, I think they're going to do, they're going to sign, they're going to match whatever offer he gets, unless it's like 700 million. Um, you know, our owner hasn't been shy about saying, you know, we don't really care about the, the price tag or anything like that. Uh, and I think with someone like Soto, you got to do everything you can to lock him up for life. So, uh, but who knows? You're right. You're exactly right. With all this drama and everything going on, you know, who knows? I do know that Tatis is one of his best buddies. You know, they, they played in the same leagues together in the DR. They did a lot of showcases together uh, and they kind of ascended at a similar time. So, you know, if he performs well, you know, in the next two years, I don't know about this season. You know, I can only hope that they make the playoffs at this point. Um, but if they play well, I don't see why he wouldn't at least consider sticking around.
1: Fair enough. Should we should we <laughs> jump over to the the other team that's also in playoff contention as of right now, the Seattle Mariners?
5: Before we get there, I think we have to say that that was very, very civilized Dodger-Padre banter there.
1: I'm proud think, of you guys.
5: I think I, I made it a little We little
1: dug, We dug a little bit,
5: Dan. I was, I was genuinely curious. But that was just a question. As a journalist, as a former journalist, I had to ask it. Um, <laughs> so great job. Great job to us. We're just doing yeah. our jobs here.
2: We're all just we'll doing our jobs.
0: jobs. I had to face the music as Tatis did today. And honestly, I watched that series against the Padres and Dodgers, whatever it was, two weeks ago. And I was just like, holy fuck, this is an absolute wagon of a team. So, you know, that wasn't very encouraging. So I'm just taking my music as it comes. So Mariners. (laughs) Yeah, so they are right now.
1: In third place of the three wild card spots, they're only, I think, half a game behind each each of the Blue Jays and the, is it the Rays? Yep. Um, they, Mariners have the easiest schedule remaining in the MLB. So statistically, you guys should be fine.
2: ESPN Zamblin. gives them about an eighty-nine
1: percent chance. Eighty-nine percent post- chance.
2: Oh god, that's amazing. Which 800- seems
1: high with the uh, the Orioles right behind. They are, I think, one and a half games back. Mm-hmm. Zamblin, oh, what is your confidence level? <laughs> what is your like pull out the red button warning level
4: right now? Uh. <clears throat> I mean, we've been doing this for what, two, three years now. <laughs> uh, oh, like eight, I think. It's never
2: been – the percentage has never been this high to make
4: Oh, no, no, I'm talking about the podcast.
2: <laughs> oh, gotcha.
4: Uh, but, yeah, no, pretty much uh, I'm a cautiously optimistic Marriott fan. While 89% sounds great, at the same time, I don't have it up on my screen, but it's like the Orioles or the Twins had like a 15 20% chance of making the playoffs. I'm like – that does not make me feel any better. It makes me feel worse, honestly. But what I do feel good about is we're starting to get healthier. We have Castillo now. Um, <clears throat> we need a bench uh, the catcher from the Reds. I think his name's Casilla. Kind of tough with all those names. But, um, yeah, no, I'm feeling good. I think having a, a week s- schedule g- coming up, it's going to lead us into the postseason. But at the same time, I just have to guard my heart. I think that's a J. Cole song. Um, <laughs> I think Paige knows. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling good. We're playing the Nats tonight, uh, Tuesday, August 23rd. And so, should be good. And, you know, if we're all lucky, I'll be back in Seattle sooner than later.
2: Is it? Is it just make the playoffs and this is a successful season? Like, doesn't care. Don't matter if we have to play the Astros and get swept doesn't matter if we have to play a wild card team and get swept is it just make the playoffs and we're good
4: i mean i'd be happy to make the playoffs i want to win a couple games but mind you zane the astros also got swept by the athletics earlier this year didn't
1: the a sweep you guys yeah
4: you know who knows what's gonna happen actually wait, did they No, you won one game
1: didn't you guys also just drop two to the a's
4: yeah, it was one and two. We lost the series. Okay. but, but the yeah, back, to the, round, yeah. back
2: to the question, Zambi. Is it postseason or bust, or is there an expectation we got to win the first series? Get out of the wild card.
4: You know, at this point, I just want to make the postseason.
2: <laughs> That's right.
4: So you guys can I think stop the, talking shit.
5: <laughs> I think the pulse that I've gotten from Mariners fans is that they just want a home playoff game. If you lose in whatever series you're in, like just a home playoff game in Seattle, I feel like that is that is really all anybody wants. And I think not only do they have like the easiest schedule, they play three teams that are over 500 for the rest of the season. The Guardians, the White Sox and the Braves. That is it. (laughs) Based on my quick assessment of the schedule. Yeah, it, have, are so, are the experts. Guardians
2: going to be a playoff team at like
5: the, 500? The Guardians are winning the AL Central. They're leading the AL Central right now. With 64 wins? Yeah. What
1: the hell? The AL Central is garbage.
5: Jesus. Oh, sorry. They have four series against teams over 500 because the Padres are also on that list. There we go. Talking nerves. I think you know the Luis Castillo pickup is huge. That dude's filthy. Um, their their rotation can 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 get them there for sure. I think it's just staying healthy. Julio Anagar, that crew. Um, but uh, I think down the stretch, like T-Mobile is going to be absolutely electric, like it was last year. So um, I think I think we'll all be going to some games, Jacob.
2: Oh yeah. Quick pull quick pull for the group. Let's go around the horn. Does it happen? Does it not happen?
5: Happens. Happens. Happens
2: oh, oh page the, uh,
4: mr Tati's oh. himself oh mr negative <laughs> oh he got caught cheating <laughs> he's
2: got he's got to explain explain why not page
0: oh, i feel like
4: someone has to
0: uh be the uh was it antagonist the heel i've worn that crown pretty well this season so uh you know no i i mean i hope they do but there's just something about that uh that Mariner voodoo, it seems to just keep him out of the playoffs. So, we'll see. We'll see. A lot can happen. <laughs> Cooper?
3: Uh, I think they make it, but they don't host a playoff game. Oh. Oh. Is
2: they- that – so, So the wild card's a three-game series, right? Wouldn't but they
3: – I think the new format is that you play oh. a best three at the ho- – or, like – Whoever the the better team is, I think.
2: Okay. Yeah. So then, then I'll give my prediction. I think, and this is backtracking on a lot of what I've said recently, but you can't like you can't look at the numbers and lie at this point. Easiest home schedule coming up, as potentially the third wild card team, which is quite frankly, I think where they want to be. They play the Guardians or the Twins in the wild card. And I think everyone would favor them in that series, whether it's home or not. And then they'd probably have to play like the Astros or the Yankees. Wait, I want them to play the Yankees.
1: It, wouldn't the Guardians not be in the wild card because they're winning their division?
2: No. So there's three wild card teams and three division winners. Only the top two division winners get buys. Uh-huh. The last division winner has to play the worst wild card team.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Whoever's the so, last place
2: wild card team waltzes into the next round, I think.
5: So how how do the Mariners host host the game then? If they're the wild card, they have to be the number one wild card.
2: They have to be, yeah, yeah. Only the number one wild card team does it. Uh, they're only a half game back. The the Rays are are, are a solid squad though. That's True. that's not easy. And if the Rays can take over the Yankees, then you gotta. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but. Because there's some interesting things happening here, but there is a there is a chance. I don't think I don't think they host a home game. I don't think they do. I think they do. You like them to get the first wild card?
5: I like them to find a way to either get that first wild card or to win the series and get in a best of five.
2: It'll be electric. Something well, to keep an eye on. All right, should we talk about a good baseball team here? Yeah, let's talk about a team that doesn't have to worry about making the playoffs. Already locked in at a 99.9% chance. The Los Angeles Dodgers doing it again. Just an absolute, you know, another historic regular season for these guys. Uh, 84 games, almost a 70% win percentage right now. Um, The craziest statistic in baseball this year, obviously the Yankees have had a monster, like, run differential with their offense particularly prior to a couple weeks ago but the Yankees currently have the second best run differential in all of baseball at 186 runs after that it drops off by like 50 points the Dodgers have double what the Yankees have Dodgers have 260 runs against their opponents right now that's crazy
1: (laughs) but that is not double just to say
2: Oh, you're right. That'd be one. That'd be two. 360. Oh, you're right. 360. My bad. I left out one shit. Well, not a mathematician, not a, not a, not Ward a, Smith. Oh, Smith. Yeah. Word Smith, not a numbers guy, but it's just, it's just crazy what this team has done. Um, obviously we got some bad news with Walker Bueller, Tommy, John, um, second Tommy John, I think, in his young career. And I, like Dan mentioned earlier, uh, he hasn't really gotten paid yet. And I think his contract is up in 25. That's right. And so not great for, for him. Maybe, maybe not great for the Dodgers in the future. I think we have a you know chunk of change lying around where we could possibly find a new pitcher, but you always root for these homegrown kids. Um, i don't have much to add i'm ready for for the postseason i'm sick of beating up on the rockies and the diamondbacks and the giants every week i won't throw the padres in their p- page we've already done enough beating down of you today so don't worry about it
1: so is it basically championship or bust no other result that's
2: that's what it's been for the past six goddamn years jake and it it's
1: is hard just, having the best team it's t- paying tough. them the most it's tough oh god it's
5: baseball man i I think it's, it, it's get to the World Series and see what happens. It's typically the hottest team wins the World Series. Like, so just get get to the Fall Classic and let's win it. Let's win a real one. or Actually, no, let's just get a freaking home World Series game with this team and not just be in Arlington, Texas in the bubbles.
2: No, Dan Dan's been away from LA for way too long. With this lineup, it has absolutely win the world series or bust. This is like arguably the best lineup in the history of baseball. Like you can't you you cannot just be like, all right, let's just let's just get to the world series against the Houston Astros and you know it is what it is. There's no way baseball. that's the mentality. The best team doesn't always win in baseball. This year it does, Daniel. And I, I could not handle losing to the Houston Astros. I could not handle that. That would be the worst thing in my perfect my my sports fandom that would be the worst thing ever
4: what about the Mariners
2: I would be happy for the city of Seattle
4: ah uh, thanks Zane <laughs> great well that was talking Dodgers
0: uh not <laughs> Dan do you have anything you wanted to add
5: um no I think uh what the Dodgers have done this year without Bueller being healthy and a lot of other guys that are injured, like Nesta yeah. May's back and he looks filthy as ever. So, um, you know, the it's bazooka, be some, the bazooka Page's favorite player. It's going to be some some new guys that kind of have to have to step up. Like, can Tony Gonsolin do what he's doing in the regular season the postseason? We'll see. Did Tony Gonsolin really be pretty shitty in the postseason that times previously? Yes. He, he has been. So, Hopefully he's a different guy. He is at the end of the day at St. Mary's scales. We all remember that.
0: Gross. It's a great point. It's a great point. Um, cool. Well, that was talking baseball. Uh, I guess we'll be routinely updating now that we're going weekly uh, on the playoff hunts and the, uh, and, and everything else that comes with that. Well, I'm going to pass it off to Jake now to, to walk us through some NFL talk.
1: all right thank you Jay page uh so we're we're keeping this nfl segment a little smaller we're not we're not uh, throwing away all our topics before the season really gets going uh but today we got two important items one uh which i think we need to get done before we jump into the next segment page it's time for you to announce which bandwagon you're hooking your sad little caboose to um now that your heart is gone who does your loyalty belong to this year or the podcast sells sword?
0: I'm a mercenary, if you will. Uh, yep. Well, with a lot of consideration, I've gone back and forth. I think last year we used the analogy uh, of, of going back to your ex with my, with the San Diego chargers. um just can't do it this year. Just can't do it. Can't will myself there. Uh, so with that being said, I'm hitching my wagon. To a wagon that circles like no one else, the Buffalo Bills, baby, go Bills! Ooh, that's a fun wagon. It is a fun wagon.
2: Popular wagon right now. I'd
0: say.
1: I I didn't want to say bandwagon, but it was right there on the lips.
0: You, you introduced that it is, as a bandwagon segment. What are you talking about?
5: <laughs> I
1: don't recall that is
5: bandwagon as it gets this year.
0: Well, I thought so. I thought you were going to go was.
5: with. I thought you were going to go with your boy Joe Burrow in the Bengals. I thought that was going to be your wagon.
0: I know. I thought a lot about it, but Bills are just so fun. Love Josh Allen. Love breaking tables. So I figure it's a pretty nice fit. I feel like Josh Allen does play quarterback the way Page would play quarterback.
1: (laughs) Also, I think to to show that Jay Page is a true Bills fan, we're going to need to have him send us a video of him breaking a table,
0: jumping on a table. I'll get on that.
5: If the Bills do not win the Super Bowl, Paige has the Bills Mafia a table.
4: Content. Yeah, honestly, Jake, I was about to say the same thing. I honestly thought Paige, when he said circling the wagons, I thought a little bit about the Bills, but then I was like, you know what? He's probably gonna pick the Broncos so he can shit on the Chargers and then shit on the Seahawks with the Russell Wilson. So oh, I'm okay I, with his pick. <laughs>
0: that shit. That's a really <laughs> Pick. Damn. Well, it's the beauty of bandwagons is you can unhitch whenever you want.
1: Oh, man, man, said like a true turn cloak. Okay, we'll jump on <laughs> to the next next topic. Uh, football season is here, which means fantasy football is back. Something to do during the boring hours of the workday. Um, so we're gonna give you all just a little um from six fantasy football manager veterans, if you will, uh, we're each going to give a, a do and a don't of, of how to draft your team this year. And also at the end, we, we want everyone to brainstorm the best way to pick a fantasy football draft order. So boys, who has our first do and don't for, for your fantasy football draft.
5: Before we get into that, has anybody here ever actually won our fantasy
1: league <laughs> Uh, I can pull up the history, but I know
2: I have uh, Paige,
5: Paige,
3: uh,
2: Paige you um, won it. I did win Paige it. Paige it, Coop.
3: I've only been Paige in the championship.
2: I, I feel like I was in the in the chip uh recently against Kyler or something like that. Yeah. It Might have been a couple here. years ago.
4: You know, I would have won it, but you guys didn't let me in the league. So
2: Oh. Oh.
1: I totally forgot that to be honest. <laughs>
2: Jade and I are, are
5: uh, lead director. in the consolation bracket. So, uh,
1: Jake, do you have the history? I'm I'm pulling it up right now. So Mayberg won it last year. Kyler won it the year before. Mitch Penny won it 2019. Penny won. Uh, Paige won it the first year. Yes. Wow. He it's won like- with the team Los Children Sown Basura. <laughs> so i'm assuming he was playing dan or or zane or maybe kevin Uh, there's a lot of you in in our fantasy league
2: i'm pretty sure i lost to kyler in the championship
1: i i don't know it just has the sounds right
0: We'll, we'll go with that
1: okay back to do's and don'ts
0: well i feel like as the only league winner here i should probably lead us off wins four years ago
1: the the landscape's completely different it's a different league you
2: you graduated college come on (laughs) hey hey
0: hey easy over there uh let's see here do uh my strategy and and i don't really care at this point but uh my strategy is typically to get as many good running backs as possible As well as high potential running backs, because having workhorses and having, you know, three, maybe even four, if you're lucky enough, uh, is not only obviously, you know, set your team in a good place, but they can be used as great trade bait as well, uh, to kind of even out the rest of your squad. Uh, The don't, this is an obvious one, but don't draft a quarterback too high. That's about it. Electric analysis there, page. Really simple. Um, you can
2: really. What's experience. the highest
1: you would draft a quarterback? What round?
2: I have never heard those suggestions before. I am enlightened after that.
0: <laughs> I don't want to hear it from you guys. You guys haven't won a league Come on. Um. Oh oh! I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Well, I was just gonna uh, say.
4: I think seventh seventh rounds the
0: earliest you can draft a quarterback. Seven. Yeah, cool. I feel like you want to have a pretty good roster set before you draft a quarterback. Yeah, uh, take flyers too. Get a get a young guy that might be stepping into the offense. Who knows what can Trey happen. Lance. Trey Lance yeah. this year. That's a guy. That's a guy yeah. for sure.
1: You go ahead and draft Trey Lance, Dan.
0: <laughs> I just say that so angrily, Jake.
1: He's just mad because Justin Fields sucks ass.
0: Oh, oh
5: is, he is he, oh. It's a top great
2: road.
5: segue? Sit great down, segue Jake. This year in fantasy football, I have one don't, and it is do not by any means draft the Chicago Bear. Just
1: don't oh, do it. I completely off- agree with that.
5: Their offensive line is gonna get everybody killed. No one's gonna have time to throw the ball. They're not gonna be able to run it. They're not gonna be able to throw it. They're just gonna punt. If you can draft their punter, drop their punter but don't draft the bear. Don't, Dad. don't fall into the David Montgomery thing. Don't do that. Not good.
1: Oh, that one hurts Dan, but I can't argue with it. It's just so accurate. Still good enough to beat the Seahawks, but you know, not a good team by any means.
2: <laughs> What's your do, Dan? I'm Not
5: a big do guy. I've never won. So I've got nothing really to, to go on. <laughs> um, do listen to Dan. <laughs> I think, I think do draft, new players have Ooh. more fun don't don't draft guys that you've had on your that you had on your team last year just uh you know shake it up a little bit like i've had cd lamb on my team the last two years i don't think i'm gonna draft cd lamb this year
0: just because i want something new wow is he uh isn't he officially stepping into the wide receiver one position though
2: yeah, he's he is. the seventh. He's the seventh-ranked wide receiver in the entire.
3: <laughs> yeah, NFL. I will gladly take a CD off your hands, Dan. <laughs> I also want to run back. You want to see these nuts. <laughs> Oops, I
5: drafted him last year, so you couldn't use your team, Coop. Nope. All right. Well, well,
2: well. well before we get too much, can I go, Jake? Because it leads right into what Cooper just said, right there.
1: Oh, sure.
2: Sorry. So I got. I got to do, and that is do draft at least one player with a great name that you can form your team name around. Whether it's CD's nuts, whether it's Nick Chubb, you know, Galvin Cook. There's a lot of great names out there that you can go to. Make sure you get one of them.
1: That's a good call. Adam Thielen also up there for pun names.
2: Yep. Anyone, anyone else? Do you guys have any other fun, fun names? Kyle Pitts, you can always get something with the Pitts right there. That's true. Um I'm Cortland Sutton. If you're like Cortland, you can come up with something there.
4: I think uh Zach Wilson, you just draft him as like your yeah, uh, QB2. Got that That's dog. A good
1: call, actually. Mm,
2: yeah. Fair.
1: <laughs> he might even be worth a higher draft pick than that, just for the, <laughs> the names alone. <laughs> um I, I suppose you could also draft a Sean Watson for a backup, but um uh,
4: oh.
0: Question, question, hypothetical question. I just came up with this on the fly. If your team was guaranteed a playoff berth, first round by, by drafting Zach Wilson with your first round pick, would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fair.
1: Making playoffs isn't that bad. Being, like, irrelevant in fantasy football is the worst feeling ever.
4: (laughs) True.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Zane, what's your don't?
2: All right, I've thought long and hard about my don't. And it's don't draft players from your favorite team. Because when they lose, it only hurts two times as much than when your team just loses. If you lose and your fantasy player on that team both suck that day it's just double the pain double the grief avoid that boys diversify your portfolio a little bit
1: i think that's good advice it also i can take both your advice and dan's advice luckily so (laughs) it's perfectly (laughs) but what about like what about the rams you don't want any rams players they're like all offense
2: I don't take my own advice. I'm definitely drafting Cooper Cup first overall. Gotcha. No matter what selection I get, I will pick Cooper Cup if he's on the board.
1: All right. Well, Cooper Cup, we don't have, but we do have Cooper. And what are your do's and don'ts?
2: Oh, what a letdown. thought we had Cooper Cup.
3: Ooh. You know, I think for my don't, my don't is don't auto draft. I think that just takes away from... Uh, takes away from the thrill of a draft and, uh, nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to win your league. I don't know anyone that's auto drafted and then gone on to win. If you have, uh, props to you, but, um, yeah, don't auto draft at least draft, you know, the first 10 or so rounds. Um, and then maybe you can turn on your auto draft, but yeah. Um, don't do that. Not fun. I think my do, um, and this is a high risk, high reward play, but I think you draft two players from the same team.
1: Uh, oh, oh,
3: being Double-dip. back, probably a quarterback and a skill player in this in this sense. Um, it's always fun when you have, let's say, Dak and CD. Dak throws a touchdown. The CD, so that's a great. That's a great. Uh, what is that? Twelve points typically. Okay. So that's my strategy. I try to do that with at least two players. So
2: I, I accidentally do that almost every single year.
5: Who would be your go-to double up this year? You're gonna go quarterback receiver. You're gonna double dip on the same team. Who are you going?
2: I'm pretty sure last year I went Stafford Cup. Like I, that's what I had, and it it was pretty good.
1: Could I do a tight end? Because if I could, I would do. Mahomes, Kelsey, just because Tyree Kill's gone, like his target load's gonna be insane.
5: Yep, that's good. That's good. i probably go Burrow, Jamar Chase, just because that's always gonna be electric.
2: It's a popular, that's a you know, newer pick, popular pick, Dan.
5: Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs also has to be on that list.
2: That's what I was gonna say. Uh
5: Justin Justin Herbert, Mike Williams. That's kind of a fun one.
1: Justin Fields, Darnell
2: Mooney. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Breaks
5: all the rules, Jake. We can't do that one.
2: Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones.
1: Honestly, for how Lazard and Lazard has been going, (laughs) um, like they're probably worth a look because I like it's Aaron Rodgers still. Like, what are we?
2: He's the best. He's the best.
1: Yeah, it's super annoying but he shouldn't be going, like, 120th or whatever. I have no idea what we're going to get from
3: Tua, but Tua and uh, either Tyreek or Jalen Waddle, that
5: could be fun. Tua, nice. wow, I kind of forgot about that guy.
4: I think Waddle is probably going to be a better fantasy player than Tyreek. because, Ooh. Oh. A hot take. Well, no, because Tua throwing the ball deep, I mean, we've seen it. It's like <clears throat> between 10, 20 yards, he's way more accurate. If you go over 20 yards, then it's like, what am I going to get here? Oh, you I mean, I
3: think you're going to get a lot of quick screens to Tyreek. He's just going to off to the races, but um, it's a little fancy tidbit for uh, our AWLs.
2: I love that one, Coop. I'm thinking of all the possibilities. I, li- I like another one, Herbert to uh, Austin Eckler. I would Ooh. say Keenan Allen, but fuck Keenan Allen. This is a dump, an additional don't, a little two bit for you. Don't draft fucking Keenan Allen. I've had him all on my team for probably eight years now in a row. He always lets me down. Don't do it.
1: He always looks I, so good in the when you're drafting though on the draft great. board. He's just like great. right there, and you're like, oh, this value pick sucks. Hi right, Zambi, what's your do and don't?
4: Uh, <clears throat> let's see. I'll say my don't is don't forget to check if you're doing a keeper league where your keeper was drafted in the previous year because shout out Trevor Cope. He notified me today that I was originally going to keep Josh Jacobs and Ezekiel Elliott because you know, you want to keep running backs, but I had drafted Ezekiel first round last year and we all know the year he had and I'm like, Oh crap. And this brings me back to the Aaron Rodgers thing because I drafted him in the seventh round last year. And I'm like, oh. I mean, he already talked shit to all of his receivers. They're probably going to have a better year than what it looked like at the preseason. It's Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to keep him. And so definitely look where you drafted your people in a keeper league last year or else it's going to screw you. Uh, My do. Wait, so the don't was... Don't forget to check where you drafted your yeah. keepers. Uh, my do, I mean, you guys covered a good amount of stuff. I guess this is my uh, my Zambi fantasy pick here. I'll say do you draft. I can say this because none of you guys here on the panel are in my league, but Isaiah likely with the Ravens, he's going to be a sleeper. I'm telling you right now, he'll get you some points. He's probably going to be a wide receiver, too. I'd say for the Ravens and Lamar, he can still sling it. So probably get you a pretty
2: good team name too.
4: Oh yeah, likely to
2: insert here. Insert. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You can actually just have it as insert
1: here. Oh man, those are both good ones. The Zamblin went a little, a level deeper of our fantasy knowledge. I guess I'm in a keeper league too, but I don't, I don't really quite understand how it works. I don't think.
4: Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um,
1: For my do, I would say my biggest tip is to draft. If you're in the later rounds draft a running back, who's right behind someone who's always getting injured, like. Capri. Yes. Or. um. Like Zeke, I feel like gets injured a fair amount or Kamara, anybody like that, who's in a good offense, you can usually get a decent value. And then you're just hoping that hoping for an injury because wow. then it makes other teams worse and you better.
2: Damn Jake.
1: So I'll say do bet on the injury. Um, And then I say my, don't, don't, draft a tight end too high if like Travis Kelsey and like Kittle and Andrews are already gone. You know, I feel like I always get to that stage where my bench is beginning to fill out, but I still don't have a tight end. I'm like, Oh, I better just draft like commit over. I don't know. A lot of better receivers. And I think don't panic after a certain point, the tight ends are the same.
2: Nice.
5: Good advice, boys. We gave advice to our competitors because of all of our award-winning listeners that will be playing in the same league as us. So uh <laughs> it's probably just you didn't listen.
1: You. Maybe Penny.
2: Who knows? Maybe we were just fooling you. And this is intentionally bad advice.
1: All right. Well, that's all we have for the football segment. I'm going to pass it off to Zane. Oh,
3: I have I have one oh, one quick oh, thing. Oh, 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 oh okay. This Lane change. Segue. Lane okay. change. As far I don't sure. think we touched on draft order, but for oh, anyone I'm listening out not. there, if you have a hamster or guinea pig or anything of the sort, I highly suggest getting some paper plates and having the hamster decide your <laughs> draft order. Yes. Yes. Shout okay. out to Zane. Circa 2016, is that when we did that
4: 2015 2015
3: 2016 at the Taj? What was that? Oh, all
2: the all
4: <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve the Hamster.
1: <laughs> I think he died of old age.
2: No, he died of starvation. <laughs> I was trying to be
1: nice. Don't buy a hamster unless you can commit to the hamster.
5: Yeah, never forget Penny getting the hamster thinking a hamster was going to help him get chicks. And instead, a hamster just <laughs> turned his room into the most disgusting thing we've all ever smelled or seen. Uh, and I it was nocturnal. And it was nocturnal, so he couldn't sleep <laughs> at night because the damn thing's just running around on the wheel.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
5: Great spin zone, great backfire. But never forget when Steve did leave us, I think we had to FaceTime the Florence boys for a little funeral. Uh, where we where we buried him outside the Raj.
2: A terrible burial like space for Steve if we're yeah. being quite honest <laughs> with each other.
5: Not good. Not good. Real quick though, while we are talking about ways to pick up the draft, I did come across this article that has some electric things we could do. It would be easier if we all were in the same place and could go to the same, you know, establishments. But one of the suggestions is <laughs> the entire league takes a trip to Dave and Buster's and purchases a $20 game card. The member with the most tickets after $20 (laughs) is spent gets to choose the draft spot first. That would be electric. Um, Another one one that we could do, and this could be all remotely, is pizza for everyone. Each league member is assigned to a local pizza place. At the same time, every member calls their pizza place and orders a medium pizza. Whoever's pizza is delivered first gets gets to choose their draft spot. Oh. That could be like everybody FaceTiming and we're just sitting there waiting for the for, for the knock at the door and the pizza to be there.
2: I got a pretty, pretty close fun. pizza. As someone who lives hey, in the city, I vote
4: no on that one. I would get fucked. Actually, no, my place is closer than yours, Zane. Mine's two blocks. Could be a busy day, though. Could be a busy yeah. day of
2: drafts. The South feels a little busier than over here on Downriver.
4: Hey, Benedito's, baby.
1: I love, the, I love the Dave and Buster's idea. If like um i mean this that's just so if only everyone was in the same spot though
5: i know i know uh what else we got
4: i mean jake you got the crappy tomato pizza thing (laughs) by you southpaw no not southpaw it's uh twelfth and pine
1: oh mario's okay i thought oh they take forever
4: no, 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 I'm talking about the new one that's overpriced and no one's ever in there.
1: Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about now. I have no idea what <laughs> yeah. it's called. Another idea, kind of like we it. all
5: take the uh, Wonderlic test
0: and whoever gets first is...
1: <laughs> oh, I love that <laughs> idea, traffic. actually. I think <laughs> I would
0: be last. <laughs> I might get last.
1: But it's all about, you know, time. You know, it's no writing, right? It's just...
0: Not a big logic guy. We could also just
5: like all squat or something and see who the lifts the most weight.
0: <laughs> hey, I didn't recommend it, but... We do. It's not bench. It all there.
5: No shit. I <laughs> was a joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I, I do like the wonderlick idea.
5: We got to come up with something.
4: So and far, that seems her, to be the most
2: Uh Oh, oh! we lost Jake. All right. Uh And as we lose Jake, we enter the college football segment of this episode. Uh, I, for one gentleman, am the most excited about this season. I think, you know, it's no secret, USC made a couple of moves this offseason, so I got pretty pumped. Uh, My Notre Dame boys on this podcast also had a pretty significant coaching uh switch up recently which you know looking back on it you know looks like it was a good thing uh Brian Kelly kind of a weirdo now so I think they're happy um Paige is closer to his team down in San Diego and uh well Zambi, the ASU has a team so <laughs>
1: <laughs> haven't been absorbed by the big 10 yet yeah yeah still alive
2: down there still <laughs> kicking do they have sanctions did did asu get sanctions or anything like that
4: nope innocent until oh. proven guilty
2: all right it's right. from edwards still, still coach <clears throat> damn right yeah still innocent still still potentially has like the most like underutilized coaching staff in all of college football but <laughs> they're, they're there they're kicking but before we could start this uh you know preview for the upcoming season um we were dropped a little a little gift earlier a couple weeks ago on netflix with the new manti Te'o documentary uh basically going back and giving the full the full scoop on his uh his little catfishing incident that was his fake girlfriend lenae um jake have you seen the film what are your thoughts
1: i i have seen the film um i'll just say i'm like holy shit the level of deception the person went through to like convince him was crazy probably after a certain time you should figure it out but like the the like the where she like had or they had the actual girl like take a photo that was crazy with the post because when he was saying, like, in the, and he's like, I had her, like, write the date and do a specific sign. I was like, okay, that's smart. Like, that's, he's using logic there. Like, it's just crazy. I just felt really bad for Manti Teo at the end. um And I really disliked the person. Because they, I mean, they were, like, pretty, they were in, like, half of the interviews, right? But I swear they never actually apologized to Manti Teo.
2: Yeah, I, to, to, to second Jake while his internet gets back here, um, I'd say the lack of remorse was pretty shocking. The entire time, it seemed kind of like, you know, I was going through my own thing, that, you know, that it was okay then. You know, I know it wasn't right, but I still did it because it made me happy. That was a tough, that was tough to watch.
5: That was, that was. I think the other tough part is uh, Manti's teammate, robbing Toma, being like, yeah, I kind of thought it was weird the whole time, but I didn't want to say anything because it's Manti Teo, and I feel like he would he would know better. Uh, so I feel like Robbie Toma could have maybe swooped in there and, 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 and helped out with this a little bit. But, yeah, the scheme was so elaborate. The fact that she was dead and then she was alive and then she was dead and then he's finding this all out when, she, when he's at the Heisman ceremony and having to just hold it together and then go play a national championship um, where we all know it happened there. Uh, the, the tide, they, they, they did roll very big time. um oh, But you, you wonder <laughs> Manti Teo in a different headspace. I don't think he's going to overcome a 42 to 14 deficit, but maybe it's 38 to 21.
1: Oh, I was. Like, we were ah. Frame it.
2: The game. <laughs> it's not like, Oh, So someone needs to tell Jake to just, he needs to reboot or something.
4: Hey, hey Jake, uh, I'll take over right
2: here. I did see
4: an interesting post here. Um, So Manti Teo was at a Jay-Z concert in 2017, and it was the song Kill Jay-Z. And it was a lyric that said, um, you cannot heal unless you reveal. And apparently in his words it hit him like a ton of bricks and that's what kind of started his move to make this documentary and I agree with everything that you guys have said so far it's a really fucked up kind of situation but um, yeah I mean it it takes guts to go out and say what he said and kind of just put it all on the table and as shitty as it is I think it made Manti a better person like he's out there to help people you know like, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got.
2: Dude, the uh <clears throat> the scene towards the end of the film where he's like talking about how it affects his life and like how it how it affected his first like couple seasons, well his entire NFL career actually. It was like that was tough to watch when he was getting really choked up and like talking about how he does everything just for like the one kid who's actually his fan and doesn't doesn't recognize him as the catfish guy. That that was like that struck a nerve with me, I feel like. As someone who, as soon as that story came out, as a USC fan, I was all over it and just loving every second of it. Um, after watching that film, I'm a huge Tai Teo guy. I think his values are awesome. Uh, his faith, his family, love for football, all that stuff is great. Um, I do think he's kind of kind of naive. I don't want to say idiot because I feel so bad for him but I think he was extremely naive. I think he made some poor decisions when he was asked after knowing, you know, that his girlfriend person perhaps didn't die at the Heisman ceremony to, to bring that up as his most <laughs> inspirational thing that happened that year it was kind of a tough look, especially considering his grandmother, like actually did die. Maybe you just go with the truth on that one. I don't know, but uh, but I'm a big man guy. Um, I found I found a special special little place for him in my heart. There, there weren't too many USC highlights, um, so that was okay with me.
5: Yeah, I think uh, you know the the big takeaway is: Manti, if you go to SC, none of this happens. So, for future recruits, don't go to Notre Dame. And go to USC.
2: Catfish U.
1: Catfish U. <laughs> what else are you going to do there?
2: Jake, did you know he was so sad to go to Notre Dame?
1: I had no idea. They didn't really advertise that he was. <laughs> 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 that wasn't really in the commercials. But yeah, I was saying, um, yeah, there's the part where I remember that Alabama Notre Dame game that we got blown out, but seeing it was 35 to 0, I totally blacked that part out. Like, cool oh, shit. Can you guys hear me or am yeah. I?
2: Traffic? Yeah, we, we got you,
1: Jake. We got
3: you. Get back, Jake. Uh, I've not watched the documentary yet. It's on the list. Um, I think they did like a E60 or something on on it that I watched. Sounds like this is a little more more of a deep dive. So I'll have to tune in and uh, see what uh, Manta has to say. But um, yeah, I think with that in mind, I think we should jump in some predictions
2: just trying to move on just trying to get over the story all right cool we'll move on last thing I'll say about it perhaps the most shocking thing in that entire documentary was actually seeing the catfisher do the voice oh, on the Dr crazy. Phil uh, segment that, that was just like kind of mind bending and he was i think Dr Phil said like there was basically a 0% chance that is you on the on the phone and then after hearing the voice he was like yeah that is definitely you <laughs> Yeah, that was terrifying. But, all right, to the Notre Dame boys. Uh, what's the season looking like for you guys? What's the expectation? What's your realistic goal?
1: Well, we are starting out as as hot as you can, playing Ohio State at Ohio State. I think the only harder first game would be Alabama at Alabama. Um if we get through that game, though, if we somehow win, the table's set. You know what I mean? We don't have that strong of a schedule besides, I guess, actually, no. We have a hard one. We play Clemson, USC, BYU will be decent, and Ohio State. So, I'm excited for the season. What about you, Coop? Uh, Yeah.
3: I mean, obviously, a, lot, a lot's different this year. New coach. I don't really know what our quarterback situation is. Uh, who's our tight end? Is it Michael Mayer?
1: Oh yeah, Michael Mayer. He's gonna be at least. He's gonna
3: be an All American. He's legit. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think it's. I'm kind of. If we can pull, if we can stay, I don't think we win that Ohio State game. But if we can keep it close, um, I think that's a that's a great start, and I think a realistic expectation is going 11 and one, 10 and two. Um, and yeah. we play Clemson is it, do we play Clemson at Clemson or do they come to Notre Dame? They
1: come to Notre Dame but we go to USC Fuck, dude, fuck the Chargers. we're winning that game Right <laughs>
3: They've uh, been our little bitches So, yeah, I mean 11-1, 10-2 that's that's my yeah. that's my hope
1: Because I think no way an 11-1 Notre Dame game doesn't or Notre Dame team doesn't make it less, it was like by Ohio. State. Uh, 10 and two, a chance if one of the losses is to Clemson or USC.
5: Did I hear from you, you big Notre Dame boys over there? You don't know who your starting quarterback is.
1: I believe it's Jack Cone. We're all about uh, the uh, Jack Cone is
3: no longer there.
2: <laughs> Some diehard Irish fans here. Uh, you know who the quarterback is?
3: Uh it's I was, yeah, I was thinking that Tyler Buckner.
1: Um, I, I don't think they
3: released a depth chart yet, though. I don't know. This
1: is Notre Dame. All you care about is the tight end and the offensive line, and that's about it, you know? You just kind of roll with it.
5: I think they lost one of their starting receivers, to torn ACL. Um, I don't, I don't know about Notre Dame this year.
1: These, oh, really?
2: You're skeptical about that? Dan, look what? at the schedule, dude. They – play a dog shit schedule outside of like the two top like teams. Marshall, Cal, North Carolina, what do you UNLV. Play? Let's look at, at uh, Navy.
1: Your toughest game not knowing Notre Dame is Utah.
2: It's weird. When you're in a conference, your schedule is set. Oh, and you Oregon don't get State to choose is your such order. a Oregon State you, wazoo. You Arizona chose State. to schedule so Marshall good. and Cal. We didn't choose to play Cal. Our, we were set that. That's the
0: easiest you game. You didn't play Cal. Oh, boy.
1: We didn't choose either. It's tradition. Yeah. Cal. To play Cal. Marshall and Cal. This is, why,
3: this is why Lincoln Riley went to USC because he knows he's going to play, well, I guess only for two years because they're going the Big Ten, a cupcake schedule. Coop,
2: you can't talk about a cupcake schedule when you win <laughs> this this year. You have three tough games, and that's it.
3: We play at BYU, who's ranked. That's oh, the hard game. Oh, God. Oh, we play Ohio State. We play UNC at UNC. They're you you cannot count the
2: UNC game as a really difficult game.
3: Our, top, our five hardest games are way harder than your five hardest
2: games. Yeah.
1: You don't even play Oregon in the Pac-12. Again,
2: again, we don't set our schedule. It is set for us. You choose your opponents at Notre Dame.
1: We have like 80 years of expectations we have to play each year. We have to play you guys all the time. We have to play Navy, Army. We have to play Purdue. You, you right? could
2: so easily cut that Navy game. <laughs> we
1: believe in tradition, Zane. You're sounding like the SEC and Big Ten, where you just want to tear up the sport and sell you know, it off to the team, big right? 10.
3: Actually, actually, Zane, we do have an obligation because we are part of the AC in every sport outside of football. So I think we have to play at least three or four ACC games.
2: Yep. That, that, so, that, fuck that, you, Zane. That fuck Marco you. I'm right. You're, right, You're wrong. Right. You're wrong. So that's, that's why, yeah, well, Dan's right. That's why you scheduled Marshall and Cal.
1: That was in an ACC game.
2: We're saying those are
1: not you, ACC Oh,
5: oh Zane, Zane, cool. Zane. That's why they had to schedule UNLV.
2: Uh, oh, damn. The, those running Rebels. What are you going to do about them? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about Sturkeys?
3: I'm going to laugh my ass off when you guys lose the fucking Fresno State. <laughs>
2: I'm going to oh, yeah. laugh my ass yeah. off when it We mean, Are Marshall uh, comes to South Bend and kicks
1: your ass. you the Trojans here. Are good. <laughs> all right, bad.
3: Yeah, all right, enough Notre Dame. Give us, all right, give us the fucking. Oh, no, break.
2: Matthew McConaughey is coming to South Bend. He's leading the We Are Marshall, Thunder and Heard to a victory.
5: Great movie, great
1: movie. It is a great movie, but stop the fact that your guys' schedule is handy.
2: Yeah, our schedule sucks. If if USC, I'll I'll lead the transition to USC. We don't play anyone good outside of Utah and Notre Dame. I'll give a nod to Stanford because they're always going to be a well-coached team. Um, and UCLA is a rivalry game, but outside of that, this is an absolute, you know, kind of a kind of a joke of a schedule. And there's a really easy path here if you just take care of business. I think you can lose realistically USC can lose one game and make the playoff. That game has to either be to Utah or Notre Dame. Um, if, if you're Lincoln Riley and you lose to Notre Dame in your first year, a lot, can, it, a lot depends on what happens, but Lincoln Riley has two must-win games every year and that's UCLA and Notre Dame. It, it's going to be a tough start for him. If, if he, if he's not winning those games, Um if it comes to be known that Notre Dame is just a, a wagon this year, then maybe there's a little forgiveness there. But I think it's more likely that the opposite occurs in South Bend. Um, and so, I, you know, I think I think SC loses to Utah, and then they win the Rose Bowl, and we're in the Pac-12, and we're in the playoff, and then we beat Alabama, and then we beat Georgia. That's just oh that's gosh. just realistic, boys.
1: That is, so- you forgot but- <laughs> Lincoln Riley doesn't coach defense, so yeah. We don't we, need
2: defense. We don't need defense. Koo. We
1: do have a beautiful scenario that could be setting up, though, is if Notre Dame loses a close one to Ohio State, USC loses a close one to Utah. Oh. That Notre Dame USC game, assuming no other team, the teams haven't had any other losses, could be for the playoff spot.
5: Yeah. Well, we'd have to go and play a Pac-12 championship game, right? Yeah.
2: That's True, that. but Notre even if
1: you get to lost to Notre Dame, I don't think you would make the playoff with two losses in the Pac-12 net championship.
5: Depends on what else happens. But, yeah, Zayn. Well, it's I, also I, tricky
2: I, for us, Dan, because we can't lose to Utah. Otherwise, we're probably not yeah. in the Pac-12. Then,
1: then your best te- win would be over, like, Oregon, or assuming they're Rice. on the other side. Rice. Rice.
2: <laughs> Jeremy Jones is alma mater. Well, not alma mater, but first, first school of choice
5: first mother um let's see here yeah i think you're you're totally on with there's one game that you can lose and even then like sc should be better than utah like the the talent that usc has put together on the offensive side of the ball with lincoln riley and a dynamic heisman caliber winning quarterback and caleb williams um they they should win i think they can go to that notre dame game unbeaten
2: i really do
1: that's gonna be such a great game, though. The Saturday after Thanksgiving, Notre Dame USC. Is oh. it,
2: is it, it's in LA, right? Yep. Yeah. Good. We don't have to worry about any bullshit South Bend weather and freaking late. We don't day. have to
1: worry about fans, so great. I think
3: if I if I know my dates, that Notre Dame USC game will also coincide with a possible Duke Gonzaga rematch in the PK 85. Oh. oh my
1: god, could that
3: just be the first sports ever? And also, I think the World Cup will also be
1: going on during that time. So, Uh, pass on the World Cup. You can't pass on the World Cup. That's like the USC
2: is undefeated, and Notre Dame is undefeated, and the Zags are playing Duke. (laughs) Sorry, World Cup, you're off. You got to cut one. I can't do three. I can maybe do two.
1: It's in Qatar. It's going to be at a crazy time. You know what I mean? Um, That's true. It'll be at like 4 a.m. Yeah. All right. Do we
3: uh, do we go to the, the Zamblin for the official Arizona State breakdown?
4: Uh, really don't have too much to say about the Sun Devils this year. Uh, <laughs> you know, we lost uh, Jalen Daniels uh, to LSU. Uh, new quarterback, I have no idea how good he is. Um, I will be down in Pullman for the ASU game, and I'll probably get beer thrown on me. But, you know, they're probably going to be nicer than those UW fuckers over in Seattle, so... I'll be okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's open for everyone. Has fun, you know. And I'll bug Zane for Pac-12 after dark while I still can. And that's all I really have to say. Um, are,
3: are you? It's still early, but would you be willing to put a wager on the October first USC is Arizona State matchup?
1: No. <laughs> Not even with the spread. I, I feel like it has
4: to be a spread wager.
2: It has to be a spread wager. I, I just clicked on the game, but I think it said USC had like an 80% chance of winning that.
4: Well, that's not a spread. I don't think yeah. they do spreads that far out. No, Drew. no, they won't. We'll do this one closer. Um Sun Devil fans.
1: I would like to compliment Arizona State for scheduling a ranked team in the non-conference against Oklahoma State. They're not afraid of challenges.
5: Hey, cool. Let's also remember that that was scheduled 10 years ago.
2: 10 years ago, Oklahoma State, not such a powerhouse, Jake. Yeah. Uh, let's lucky, uh, let's
1: look at the, the, the teams you have. And the not. Was, was Rice just a wagon 10 years ago? I they, were, that they, were,
2: they were real nice. They or were in
1: real Fresno nice. State, too?
2: Always a dangerous team. Fresno oh, Derek Carr. Wow, Derek Carr.
5: <laughs> and Devontae Adams. All
1: right, Who's we'll that? move down to somewhere sunnier, then. We'll jump to the San Diego State Aztecas page how how are they looking
0: yeah the Aztecs you know they're looking pretty tough they've got a, a high major quarterback who's from uh, from San Diego who transferred in Braxton Burmeister might ring a couple bells from uh, he went to Oregon and Virginia Tech it's honestly all I really know about the team uh, I'm pretty excited about the stadium being only about five minutes away from my apartment uh, apparently they've got beer gardens in every corner corner of the stadium. So you can definitely count on me tearing it up a couple Saturdays this fall. I don't know if I'll actually wear any San Diego State gear, uh, but this is a little bit of a a reunion of sorts. I used to go to a lot of games back in the day. My buddy's dad was a special teams coach, I think. So we'd always go, man. We'd watch Ronnie Hillman tear it up. So it'll be a little nostalgic. Uh, But the new stadium looks sweet and I'm excited about it. Go Aztecs.
2: Monster of oh, okay. week three game against Utah for the Aztecs. Yeah,
0: see, that. see, the Aztecs are not scared to schedule anyone, I play them anywhere. The anytime. Uh, <laughs> uh, <don't play laughs> Utah either, but they seem to be uh, ranked pretty high. It should be a good game. I think it's at Utah. I could be wrong, but I think that's the case. I don't think Utah would come to uh, San Diego to play.
2: A good uh, tune up, though, against Idaho State. Yeah, no. I,
0: I honestly my in arizona expect- let's be honest my expert Arizona's not that good though i think they actually have a chance to win that game i, th- I think they should i think they're fair oh no i
1: meant Arizona's a tune-up for you guys like they oh suck.
0: yeah yeah. Arizona's not good um i think my expectation i think they need to win the mountain west i think they need to win the conference uh i think everything else will play out hopefully they go to a sick bowl game or something maybe they'll play in the holiday bowl or something like that somewhere around here so uh, could, you never they, know. Hinge, could they be this year's cincinnati could they run the mm-hmm. table i don't think so but I then I don't know a lot about this team don't remember a lot about cincinnati other than i think they had a really good quarterback uh you know maybe some some shades of similarity to mr burmeister uh san diego guy if i didn't mention that already uh, but, yeah, no, should be a fun time. Looking forward to it. Go Aztecs. But listen to this scenario. San
1: Diego <laughs> State runs the table. They, their only, like, ranked game is against Utah, right? They go undefeated. Utah's only loss is to San Diego State. They win the Pac-12. Does Utah – or is San Diego State make it?
2: If Utah goes – wait, wait, wait. If San Diego State's only loss is to a Utah team that runs the table?
1: No. If San Diego State runs the table, they beat Utah, and then Utah's only loss is to San Diego State. So
2: does just just, just an undefeated – Yeah. Just an undefeated San Diego State team make it? I'm
1: saying I think an undefeated San Diego State team would not get in unless Utah wins the Pac-12. If that makes sense. Because that be their only good win.
2: I just I think I think San Diego State's never gonna they literally have like zero percent chance because they yeah. I mean this isn't this is a business, they're not gonna draw anyone. No yeah. one
5: respectfully, what the hell are we talking about right now?
2: Why are <laughs> we spending
5: time on this topic?
1: It's a fun, like and doesn't
3: believe
2: Dan. in miracles. <laughs> we're,
1: big, we're, big, we're
3: big Aztecs <laughs> guys now.
2: We're talking about like a
1: quarterback. Fifteen minutes about our teams. You know, we got to give other people the mic. Yeah, We're about some
5: quarterback named Beermeister that none of us have ever heard
0: of. And Paige said you might whoa, ring a bell. Whoa,
5: whoa, whoa! A cool whoa. Name.
0: He's a lo- local legend. Come on now. Anyways, please, awos, please disregard that negativity. The Aztecs can sure as hell run the table. Why not us? I don't think they'll even make the playoffs, even if they do but it'll be a fucking six season down here. That's for sure.
2: A six season to make up for a sad exit from the postseason nope. for the Padres probably, oh, but we'll move on <laughs> to it. Uh, let's, let's do a little, uh, let's do a little playoff prediction, boys. Uh, we got four teams. I swear to God, if anyone goes chalk with Bama, Ohio state, Georgia, and Clemson, I'll Utah's throw, fourth. I'll throw oh, wait,
1: up. Is this, is this a different one? Wait, hang on. Oh, AP top 25. Sorry. I was looking at CBS's sports ranking. What the fuck? Why do they have Utah fourth?
2: I'm just saying I can't bear to watch another goddamn Alabama, Ohio state, Georgia Clemson. I I think it's quite frankly, I think it's bad for college football. Oh, I agree. So who do you got Jake?
1: I got Alabama and Ohio state. Not going to lie. Those two are going to make it. I don't care what happens. Georgia's done this year. They lost too many defensive players. Um, so I'm gonna go Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Come on, and say, then,
2: it. say it. Say I it. I want
1: USC. I just want. I think it'd be fun.
2: No, oh, it'd be great. It would be great.
1: I want be that. I would probably mean Notre Dame has to win, beat USC, and USC like goes undefeated, and wins the pack outside of the Notre Dame yeah. game or Notre Dame somehow beats Ohio State and loses to USC. I think that's the only way um, both of them make the playoffs, but it would be sick.
2: For for USC and Notre Dame to both make the playoff, to, to play that last game of the season and then turn right around and play each other again would be just yeah. so... Like, like
1: an overtime game in the end of the season game, and then you go back... Oh gosh! Uh, except I think
3: one of us would play Alabama, and then the other would play Ohio State. We both get yeah. Fucked.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely! But we we get fucked together. We be but like,
2: what if what if we both win that game? Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. <like, so. laughs> All right, Zambi, Zambi, go ahead. Tell us how Arizona State makes the playoff. Uh,
4: recruiting violations. <laughs> um, <laughs> open containers at the stadium and the rest of the pac 12 being so focused on joining different conferences that they forget that they're actually playing and then we win the pac 12 south and then we end up beating oregon and then they're like well arizona state's pretty cool then we get the votes that's how all right so four teams in the playoff who we got oh oh um let's see bama Georgia, I'm gonna say Michigan State. Whoa. Whoa, 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 and uh, you know, I think uh, you know, Jake or not? Sorry, excuse me, uh, Zane. Just uh, shiver your timbers a little bit. I'll I'll say USC. Oh, oh, god. Yes. <laughs> oh. Championship, it's going to be Michigan State and Alabama, and it's going to be an awful game as everyone's hungover on New Year's Day. <laughs> just like, hey, we want some good football, and it's just a blowout.
2: Isn't the championship on, like, February 3rd or January, like, 11th every year?
4: Is it? Yeah. Anyway, you get what I'm saying.
2: First, year, The yeah. first
3: two playoff games, like, New Year's or New Year's Eve or something. Yeah. Or the playoff for yeah. the championship, like, two weeks later. All, All right, right
2: Go ahead. Sorry, Zambi, didn't mean to cut you off. We're we're headed to the hour and a half mark here though.
3: All right, I think I'll uh I'll follow suit with um with Jake here. Uh I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Bama, Ohio State. It's my one, two. As my three. Just for own personal bias. Give me Notre Dame. And then for my four, I think both USC and Utah have a really good shot. I think their schedules are are aligned. And I think the, the Pac 12, I don't know, when's the last time a Pac 12 school was in the playoff?
1: Like UW?
2: Fucking, was Oregon? it UW or did Oregon? Did Oregon yeah. ever
1: make it? I think Oregon made it. Wait, or no, they won the national championship, right? But then, or did they lose to Ohio State on the BCS? No, they, they lost
3: to Ohio State in the, the playoff or the championship.
2: Let's not forget Utah's got several like semi tough road games this year.
1: I I think ever I think Utah's a fine team, but the Pac-12 kills itself. Like, yeah. That's just a fact.
2: Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna lose to Colorado last yeah. game of the season. Calling it right now in Boulder. They're gonna lose that game.
0: Page. I'm up. All right, let's do this thing. I'm going to go – went back too far. I'm going to go Bama, Ohio State. I'm going to go – I think Georgia's got to squeak their way in here. And then I'm going to go USC.
2: Oh, God, boys, stop it. Stop. Stop it some more. Seriously.
1: That's right. Love it. You did Bama, Ohio State, USC, and who was your fourth?
0: Georgia. Mm,
1: okay, that's fair. I'm just so tired of... I mean, I'm not quite as tired as Georgia, but yeah, the entire SEC, I just hope, miss it somehow.
5: <laughs> Daniel-san? All right. Uh, it's hard to go against Alabama-Ohio State. Going to go Clemson. I think Davo and the boys punch back when the ACC and and uh, DJ ungalile reminds the world that he's pretty good. And then... I just got to roll with it, baby. Lincoln is bringing the boys to the playoff. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy campaign, SC in the playoff for the first time ever, while Clay Helton coaches Georgia Southern
1: or Georgia State, whatever the, the hell it is. Is this the third year in a row you've said the USC quarterback is going to win the Heisman? I don't think so. I think I said once Lincoln Riley got hired that there was
5: gonna be a USC quarterback one
1: Heisman. Who was who is that last super Keaton Slovis, baby? Yeah. You guys were you on did... that dude's dick. In
2: in our defense, there's an article every year that comes out on ESPN on Yahoo. It it's not us just making this up. USC just starts off with a Heisman candidate as their quarterback. That's just that's just is what it is. Notre Dame is always ranked in the top five at the beginning of the year. USC always starts off with a Heisman quarterback. Fair, Fair enough. But, all right. Do I, do I wrap it up here? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Fuck. I just hate picking Alabama. You know what? I'm not going to pick Alabama. Ooh, I'm gonna, nice. And I don't feel good about it. But I'm not picking Bama. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ohio State. I'm gonna go. Texas A&M is gonna is gonna beat Bama. I'm going Ooh. Ohio State. Ooh. A&M. Fuck Notre Dame. I'm going Clemson. I don't want the dream.
1: Wow. Okay. Let's see. I thought like bonded.
3: Oh. The dream doesn't want you, Zane.
2: <laughs> so that, that's not, that's I'm going horse, Ohio State. Like him. Ohio State, Clemson, AM USC. Let's mix it up, baby. Let's get some new faces in the college football playoff. This is me speaking with my heart, not my head. I need I can't. I, I'm sick of Bama. I'm sick of Georgia. I'm getting sick of Clemson and Ohio State also. I don't
1: know what the playoffs will be, but I know it won't be what Zane just said. Like that is the wildest predictions.
2: Well, okay, outside of I think AM and in are wild, but Georgia and Clemson, like that's
1: it's pretty safe.
2: To, to not pick to pick an SEC team outside of Bama, Georgia, that's, that's wild. That's a wild boy move. But, but I think that's it for the college football segment here. I'll leave it at this, boys. Um, the bet of the week for this week coming up, um, I got two of them for you. You ready to hear it? I'll make it quick. Uh, you got to take the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the first game of the season against the Northwestern Wildcats. You simply must take that um well i think the spread coop have you checked the spread on this guy yet is it
3: eight that's yeah, kind of dude i think it's like 14 and a half they're really giving nebraska the edge in this one.
2: Oh baby i think we have to take it just out of tradition y-
3: you got to ride the huskers, you ride you
2: know, they're, the huskers probably, they're probably they're
3: probably going to ship the bed and <laughs> might lose
2: it's at northwestern which is not good for the corn <laughs> <Huskers>. <laughs> Or
3: actually or- no it's actually in ireland
5: Oh, oh, you're right! Shout out to the Ireland trip, Coop. Wait, oh, is it actually? Shout out, baby!
2: Yeah, Viva Stadium.
5: Stadium in Dublin. Viva oh. Stadium, Coop and I have been there. We've seen Notre Dame play there. We, saw, we actually games? saw yeah. Teo play there. We sure did. I saw that in the first in the first clip of the documentary. I was like, "Holy shit, that's the Ireland game!"
2: Now that I think about it, Lene was there.
4: Oh, oh, wow. wow. too cool. Oh. <laughs> did, wait, did he stare? Right.
2: <laughs> All right. The other the other game I have, boys, and this is kind of a wild boy move too, uh, the Hawaii Warriors covering the spread against Vanderbilt. Hawaii has covered the first game of the season, 11 straight years. They're only eight-point underdogs against a Vanderbilt team. It's in Hawaii. That's a long ways to travel. Warrior boys up.
3: Do we uh, for the first weekend do we uh, all you know throw in a certain amount of Dolores and write a little parlay action?
1: yeah or here's little- here's my idea each of us come up with one can't lose bet and we form a six chain parlay oh, and we each throw in like five bucks
2: up, I'm so- betting USC every single week and
1: That will go to the the person who makes us like five and one that week. Will be awesome,
3: like just
0: beautiful.
3: I think uh, I think we found our. I think Jig just inspired our college football segment. Oh god,
2: yep.
0: I like
3: it.
2: Scary. It's just <laughs> donating five dollars every single week to the podcast.
1: I don't know if my site can do six. We might have to break up into teams of two, and like we each come up with you know it'd be a three-team parlay.
0: We should do we should do teams of three. And then see who wins the most parlays. Keep Ooh. the teams. Oh, I like that. That's a
3: great idea. Oh. <laughs>
4: oh
3: Can, so each team gets, all right, so like, and there can't be overlapping games. So you can't, like if someone takes the spread in like Ohio State, Notre Dame, we the opposing team can't take the same
1: bet.
2: You do a snake draft. You get to pick yeah. your bets. Yeah, snake exactly.
1: Each week, Yeah. Someone gives their like first bet and then the next, and then we'll rotate. Yeah. How do we I determine? Do
2: host versus...
1: Host interns. versus interns could be electric. <laughs>
2: Easiest way to do this. Split up the Trojans? Split up the, the Irish?
3: Oh, God. Like I, feel like, I feel like Zamblin's going to go for some super risky...
4: <laughs> 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 oh, don't tempt me. I, I haven't sports gambled in
1: a long time it's okay we're gonna do minimum so each team just bets the minimum bet which is 20 dollars total so it's like 750 a person a week for the price of one coffee a day you too could be a
0: degenerate <laughs> <laughs> i like this boys i like this
2: um, all right so so that's that's the deal do we start this week we don't have to do it right now, but I
3: think we, I think we just, since there's only like 10 games, we just, we're just one this week.
2: All right. I'm telling right. you, the Hawaii Vandy. I love Hawaii Vandy.
3: Is it at Hawaii?
2: It's at Hawaii. They're only eight point underdogs, 11 and one against the spread in the last week. Oh, I think
3: years. we, I think we lock it in. I think Jake locks in right now, live.
1: Lots. I don't have my phone with me.
2: I'll oh. i I'll, I'll let the Nebraska one simmer for a little, little bit. I'm yeah. still doing it, but I don't think the group should.
1: Are there bets this are there
2: games this weekend? It's weekend yeah. zero, baby. Oh fuck. The biggest games uh you have Nebraska, Northwestern, uh Illinois plays against Wyoming, Florida State plays against Duck Oh Cooper, your favorite school, uh North Carolina <laughs> plays <Duck-Nees>. against <Florida> AM. <laughs>
5: I'm sorry, did I just hear duck niece from
2: you? Duckies? The duckies? Kane. <laughs> Duquesne? Duquesne? That is the most Cooper thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was a little bit of a, it's, it's been a long episode. Been staring at the screen for a while. My dyslexia kicked in for
1: just I thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> big, big duck niece guy. Duck niece.
4: Duck compete. Duck duck Quack, goose. quack, quack.
2: Well, now we have to bet then to cover. We're big
4: ducky boys. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I
0: think that just about wraps up our episode, boys. Good shit. To, uh, we're beginning to wrap up the summer. We'll, we'll have that official segment next week where we recap everything that happened this summer, uh, and then we launch in the fall. Looking forward to this college football segment every week. Looking forward to. Uh, I'll go ahead and say the best. It's like the. I feel like this is like the first. Ball of Sports where it feels completely normal. Completely normal. We're like we're like back. The boys back, the sports back. That's right. Thanks everyone for listening and uh we'll see you guys next week.
2: See y'all. The Boys back. The boys back.